Hello 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 these are your hosts Adit and Tapan and this is Kolbu Money we talk about money because your friends and family won't hi Adit how are you doing good good how are you all good all good do you I think we are in a recession <laughs> directly to the topic i think we are in a recession and you think so high. really no no we don't you don't right? we are not no i think we are Really? I feel we are. Yeah. Okay. What do you call with the layoffs and in the tech sector then the company freezing hiring um mm-hmm. I just feel it feels like recession there's a lot of uncertainty. I thought that's that's my general feeling. Mm. Also yeah, there's I mean, a lot of high inflation as well. Right. Uh by like uh, the the freezing uh, in hiring I can see that but I think it's still very minimal compared to the amount of jobs that are open right and if you just anecdotally right like people are taking trips people are buying uh, like a lot of stuff like there's long lines in uh, restaurants if you go out for a uh, to London uh, is empty i don't know what's happening in US, us but london is empty no no there are no people well, outside the... most of the pubs are like one of my friends he's visiting right now from nyc and every day he's like why are things so empty here? like no one is oh, out really interesting maybe it's too hot i think that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah a hot for sure hot definitely and mm. i think uh, london needs to or uk in particular they need to start having acs and fans in their apartment but uh, coming back to the recession thing right at least in the dc area where i am i don't see any any signs of recession from the consumer at least people have uh, discretionary money that they are willing to spend you look at like anything like look at the the prices of tickets also right like international travel is still pretty high it doesn't feel like a recession yet but uh, yes i i do think there is some there is it's in the pipeline um the us government also they i have been reading on tweets they moved what they changed their definition of a recession or something like that so there's no uh, definition uh, for a recession usually i think what uh, so again i don't know i'm not an expert but what from what i am gathering this week because there's a lot of discussion around this even before the the gdp number came out uh, the white house changed the definition of recession right typically a recession is measured like two consecutive uh, quarters of negative gdp growth okay so like uh that that's what a recession is significant slowdown in the economy right but there's like a group of independent economists who decides if there is a recession or not recession or not right so there's it's not uh taken for granted that if a country has two negative consecutive gdp growth it is an in a recession it'll be up to those group of economists to say whether we are in a recession or not and so far they haven't declared it as a recession so that's what it is um so uh, before we get to the earnings right uh, let's take a look at this this uh, website uh, that i've been following for almost 4 years now um this guy takes like some 18 19 different uh, macroeconomic uh, indicators like you can read all of them over here let me zoom in a little bit so you can see more clearly um but he takes all of these and then he plots uh, a chart uh, which is divided into like four quadrants uh, expansion quadrant recovery contraction and decline but basically an average of all of these uh, indicators um, and there is also a leading detector 
okay so this this moves faster than moc and he's been doing it for uh, since 2009 okay so you can see in 2009 uh, it was uh, starting to get into the expansion quadrant um, and you could go all the way back and see like how uh, how it has performed over the years and even during the covid uh, uh, crash it was able to quickly predict if it was uh, if it was going the economy was going into decline or not so i think it's a good good website to see where we are and right now we are in the decline quadrant as you can see over here the most of the indicators are in the decline one however he says that uh, over the last uh, uh, recessions the moc is usually uh, about 2.1% above the baseline right so this is the baseline and it's usually like 2.1% over the baseline right now it is 8.3% so it is well above like what the usual recession indicators usually are so you can see here despite the negative second quarter gdp growth many factors suggest that we are not in a full blown recession although many consumer indicators are at a recession levels the moc is being supported by uh, financial measures weekly unemployment claims temporary employment and several other indicators that uh, indicators that are well above the baseline however the trend suggests that more indicators will move towards the baseline eventually leading to a typical business cycle recession so we're still not there the trend is suggesting that we might be there in a few months but uh, so far we at least the us is not in a recession i don't know about london uh, we can get into the the earnings right let's start with meta i hear you have some complaints about meta i hate the new instagram update and i don't know if you've seen tweets are you active on twitter i don't know but uh, it is ridiculous it is so bad and uh, the it, they are turning into tiktok they are trying to turn into tiktok and they are failing and people who used to like instagram now are turning against it because like they don't want a second tiktok and it's just too there there are issues and like it feels the product is not thought through at this point uh, mm. it's just weird and the head of instagram he came out on a video on twitter saying that these changes will keep happening uh, over the next uh, few months and they'll improve and just the day that video dropped the next day there was an announcement from meta that they are rolling back all the changes on instagram wait what really yeah. are they rolling yeah. it back yeah they are rolling it back there was a wider announcement wow. because there were campaigns across instagram like huge pages like zomato and like all these brands it shows that uh hey can instagram can you fix it can we bring back our old instagram there was a huge campaign on instagram where all the brands were complaining every time there's a change uh people have uh, this pushback people don't like change right so yeah. that's expected but i guess this was disproportionate amount of yeah and back. i think uh, like and this is again like from the friends i was talking about and wider twitter audience that i've been following everyone had started complaining in the sense that their time on instagram was reducing they was they a lot of people had stopped or reduced using instagram because of the new changes and i think mm. they might have seen that in their data or whatever and i think that was the reason but there was so many complaints there are so mm. many complaints about it uh, it was interesting uh, i was also listening to the meta uh, earnings call and um, uh, he i think uh, mark mentioned that when they built out this platforms initially right people that you follow was the biggest signal that they had to recommend uh, the things that you want to see right like if you follow certain celebrities they would they, they'll build a profile of your interest based on that 
now he says with the new AI technologies uh, and the capabilities that they have, they can uh, recommend you uh, like things that you don't follow necessarily. And uh, he says uh, right now you see about 20% of the content on Instagram that uh, from creators that you don't follow. And that he expects to double in the next uh, year or so. So, <laughs> yeah, but that depends, right? Like, for example, for you, if I'm using YouTube, I'm using it to find new creators, new videos, and things like that. Instagram for me, the usage was to stay in touch with friends, family, right. get to know them. Right now, my home page because they have home page and a separate explore page, right? But right now, my home page does not have like it has zero posts from friends, family, because it's totally consumed by content creators, which I don't follow. So right. I and and the issue is even if like once I've gone through all the posts of my friends and family, you can recommend me posts from other creators. The thing is, I'm missing out on posts from my friends, family because the content like creator content is pushed above that, which is right. stupid. uh it's not a profitable business just to show your content from friends and family right they want creators they want engagement so uh, i don't think it's uh, they're going to change it um anyway it was it was a very bad quarter for meta like uh, it was the first first quarter uh, where they reported negative earnings okay like uh, sorry negative revenue uh, one thing that i noticed was they cut back on the capex that they had they had a capex of about uh, 80 90 billion dollars for 2022 they reduced it to like some 85 uh, like reduced it by 5 to 6 billion dollars which was uh, pretty interesting which mainly will go towards less hiring right that's why they are doing hiring freeze he also said that most of the ambitious projects that they had planned they're going to push it out the teams have to uh, be very careful and deliberate to allocate resources and also lean uh, they're going to cut down on the team size as well become more lean so um, we'll see how that pans out over the next uh, couple of quarters uh, earnings was 2.46 per share uh, versus 2.59 per share which was expected the revenue was 28.82 billion dollars um, daily active users actually increased 1.97 billion Uh, and the expected was 1.96 the core uh, facebook platform actually gained uh, the the users which was surprising uh, monthly active users 2.93 billion it's amazing i mean the the amount of scale that they have over all their different products it's it's pretty astonishing this is like almost 40% of the world's population right it's crazy uh, average revenue per user 9.82 versus 9.83 expected that that was uh, that was like the big thing obviously uh, he laid out the priorities that's what mark does usually and it was interesting to see ai is now number one priority and metaverse is like the last priority so he's getting a signal a big signal from wall street like please stop pushing the metaverse agenda do your thing but uh, please keep it uh, as a lower thing focus on ai let's combat the the short term apple ios issue and once you are over that we can then focus on meta which is uh yeah so i think that was facebook's earnings but uh, and like as our listeners know we have invested in facebook as part of the cbm portfolio we'll link the video Do you think our initial thesis of investing in Facebook has changed? Yeah, see me. Yeah. I don't think so. I think our initial thesis was still advertisement, right? Uh, Facebook is a digital ad. Like if you want to advertise on the internet, you have to 
have presence on the Facebook platforms. So I don't think that has changed. Metaverse was like an uh, upside thing. Like if it works out, great. If it doesn't, it's fine. Facebook still can digest the Metaverse uh, if it doesn't play out because um, the, their core business is very, very strong still. Let's talk about Google. Uh, Google expected earnings was uh, 1.28 uh, and they reported 1.21. So they missed on earnings. Uh, revenue was 69.69. .69 nice so again they missed on top line as well uh youtube revenue was also not according to the expectation 7.34 billion versus 7.52 uh google cloud revenue uh also missed 6.28 billion versus 6.41 uh and uh, the tac uh, traffic acquisition cost uh was 12 12.21 billion versus 12.41 billion which is good because they have less they had to uh, spend less so uh, and the the revenue slowed down significantly 13 percent uh which was like 62 percent but that was like a just one one off i don't think they can compare 62 percent this was because of the pandemic yeah um uh, i think it was they missed on a lot of these earnings uh, top line and bottom line still the stock was up uh during during the day and even after post earnings because the guidance was pretty good uh youtube is doing well google cloud is growing at a decent pace so uh i think the, the that's what helped them you know from falling and i think they they had fallen quite a bit i think it, uh it it's down 22 percent from it's uh this year year to date is still down 22 percent so a lot of the pessimism was baked into the stock already yeah and we also own google as part of a cbm portfolio we've done a deep dive check that video out as well atit does did our thesis on google change after the earnings do you feel comfortable holding google for the next oh, yeah. 10 years i mean i'm more confident uh, in owning uh, google now because youtube is is just killing it uh, my second most used app on my phone is youtube and what's the first it's tiktok uh <laughs> but i mean YouTube, okay understandable yeah uh, youtube shorts is doing amazing dude youtube shorts is just killing it knocking it out of the park i can see my mom and dad using it like all the time all right let's move on to amazon Amazon uh, shares climbed 13%, right? So this was like a big one. Uh, they had a loss of 20 cents. Uh, revenue was $121 billion. This is a quarterly revenue, okay? $121 Crazy, that's crazy. Amazon Web Services, 19.7 uh, billion versus 19.56. So again, beat on Amazon uh, Web Services. Advertising revenue was... 8.76 billion expected was 8.65 so they beat on a lot of lot of earnings so yeah amazon overall pretty good uh i still feel it's overvalued uh and that's why we don't own it in our cbm portfolio but it's just knocking it out of the park the, the, the new management yeah. is also killing it all right so this is again i think the apple quarterly uh, calls are like the best they they've they never disappoint um Although it only rose three percent after after they reported, uh, the EPS was one twenty versus one point one six estimated. Uh, it was down eight percent year over year. The revenue was eighty three billion dollars um, versus uh, eight eighty two point eight one billion expected. So beat on revenue also. iPhone revenue was also beat uh, forty point six seven billion up 3% year over year. iPhone revenue is still growing. 
it's, it's i get fascinated by it all the time uh services revenue 19.6 billion 12% year over year increase that's uh, awesome this will keep on increasing i think this is where most of the growth is going to come from uh, for apple uh, other products was disappointing it was down 8% only 8 billion dollars but it's it's a much smaller it's like less than 10% of their total revenue so it's a much smaller uh piece of the whole pie mac revenue this was like a big one it was down 10% uh, mostly because of the supply chain issues that's happening uh people wanted mac but they just didn't have it in stock so it was down um 10% double digits ipad revenue was down uh, 2% uh and the gross margin is still pretty healthy at 43.26% yeah and they authorized some 90 billion dollars in buyback so which is also like amazing 90 billion dollars okay like uh, facebook is uh, whole year revenue is 90 billion dollars and <laughs> apple is just buying back 90 billion dollars worth of stock so you can see the Amazing. scale they they are in the same they are big tech but apple is a much bigger tech compared to like meta so we covered a lot of companies from our cbm portfolio and it's uh, june and we haven't done a portfolio update so it's actually july and we haven't done a portfolio update so we want to go through our portfolio on m1 finance atit go through yeah. it sure yeah i think we we are doing much better we are almost at the the best point uh in our portfolio since we started uh in, from january 1 we are only down 8.46% okay uh, which is like a 230 dollars uh loss um and if we look at the individual companies google is up 6% for us um process is up uh, 24% it was actually up uh, 36% at one point so it has come down uh, in the past couple of weeks uh berkshire is up 6.44% and the biggest loss uh, is uh, meta <laughs> which is which is down like 43.73% uh, and it's uh, it's the biggest amount of money that we've put in right so it's a big loss uh, about $600 uh, over there so overall uh, i think it's pretty healthy we still have confidence in meta and the other three are all doing well uh, as well and we we have about $250 uh, sorry $2050 in cash uh, which is uh, we're just waiting for the market to crash even further uh and we also have a shameless cloning tracker which we link down below where we track our cbm portfolio against free lunch portfolio which as you can see is down 10% and magic formula portfolio which is down 25% around or estimated 25% so we are kind of doing better than them vanguard index fund is still oh we are doing better than the vanguard index fund as well that's that's interesting that's surprising yeah. to me <laughs> well yeah. done atit <laughs> well done yeah. to us we are we are beating the market <laughs> yeah but if you want to check our cbm uh, deep dives and any like which companies did we buy what are thought processes we'll link the playlist up in the cards but i think that was it for today's episode um please let us know in the comment section below if you want us to do a deep dive in any of the companies but these were your also tithan tapan and this is called bro money bye okay thank you